You gotta say action. I got action. Hey, this is Peter Fascinelli, also known as Carlisle Cullen from Twilight Saga. Uh, thank you guys for watching another bite of Twilight. Hope you enjoy. It's our first day of shooting. We picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Most people can't keep up with Gemini's. <laughs> can't keep up. <laughs> I mean, they're quick energy. And then the Scorpio's like, let's be yeah. <laughs> let's slow down let's not talk <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well thanks everyone for joining us this is just like a small intimate podcast we're actually recording right now and it's gonna mm -hmm. be on spotify apple Podcasts, like out there and so we are talking to edward today hello, hello i'm edward Alan. cullen <laughs> <laughs> um but if anyone else would like to be on the show we are happy to have people like Come sit and chat for a couple minutes, and then you can listen to it and share it with people. In um, I think it will be up probably like Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess should we just start? Yeah, let's get started. Getting into let's it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. So hi guys. <laughs> hey, <Hello>. listeners. <laughs> it's Kel and Mel. Yeah, I'm Mel. I'm Kel. And we are in Forks, Washington. Mm -hmm. The real Forks. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at Forks High School Library. Mm -hmm. And we're not alone. We have an audience of people here. A lot of them we've met online through the podcast. A real mm -hmm. audience, <laughs> not just our... Dan and Amanda are yeah. here too. Where'd Amanda go? I don't know. <laughs> She's creeping in the back. Friends of the pod. And yeah, we're so blessed to be here with Alan, a.k.a. Edward. Mm -hmm. um, hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. As they said, I'm Alan um, Mitchell, so I'm here with these two lovely ladies enjoying this podcast. And I, I heard that it was a little X-rated, so if I offend anybody, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally freedom. Yeah. Say whatever you want. We're all adults here, kind of, right? <laughs> So to anybody listening that doesn't know, at this festival there are cosplayers that play the characters from Twilight and it is real. Like they look and act just like the characters. There's Edward, there's Bella, there's the Denali coven, there's the Volturi. Mm -hmm. They're all here and yeah, so just in case anyone's listening and doesn't know what mm -hmm. we mean by Edward's here, but yeah. he really is here. Yes. He looks just like him. And we're part of the Olympic coven. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we met you in 2019, but to be honest, we were a little intimidated by you. Really? Yeah. I don't think we actually talked to you. I don't think so. <laughs> we were nervous, <laughs> but I think that goes with your performance. It's mm -hmm. so good, and you're afraid to talk to Edward, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can be intimidating, but everything about him is supposed to invite you in, right? Yeah, that's you know, true. The way yeah. he smells, how he talks, so he can... <laughs> you know, you know he can be a little intimidating. Yeah. Just ask Jessica. 
<laughs> and we were joking about there should be like a Jessica cosplayer, Mike yeah. cosplayer. I'll volunteer. I'll do it. <laughs> I know. We don't have one. Who would you be? Yeah. Hey, get in touch with Angela, Alice. Maybe? She's the one that yeah. kind of curates everything. Mm. I would be yeah. Jessica, I think, because I have a lot of Henleys still left, <laughs> left over from 2008. I could do like a Hollister shirt, maybe. I could pull it off with just like a basic girl. You need mm-hmm. to like straighten your hair and. Yeah. Not be so tan. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a lot of questions for you. Oh yeah, I'm so ready. Well, first, I know it's kind of weird breaking you out of character, Mm -hmm. Edward. But just for the listeners at home, like, what's your full name? Where are you from? Mm -hmm. Just like, what's your story? Yeah. Yeah, So I'm Alan Mitchell. Um, I'm originally from Georgia. Um, Macon, oh. it's a small town. It, I've heard of know, it, the, I think. The Bible Belt of the South, so you can only imagine. And um, But I live in Orlando right now. I've been living there for 11 years, so um, oh. I actually uh, started doing Edward. Um, this is my 10-year anniversary wow. here oh. coming to Fork, so it's quite a milestone. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that it's been that long. You know, that yeah. the books came out in 2005, the movie came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Then that following year, I decided, hey, I'm going to dress up. But we can get to those co- <laughs> those comments. I don't know. I don't want to give any way that you have listed right there. But Well, um, yeah, we were wondering, like, how did you get involved with this? <clears throat> so um, I had never heard of Twilight. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I haven't read the books at all. And then the movie came out, and it was out for a few months. I think I ended up watching it at, the, like, the Dollar Theater when it's already been out. Wow. Um, but everyone kept saying, you look like that dude from Twilight. And it was consistent. Like, yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, <laughs> really? what is this movie, and who is Edward? That's Obviously, hard. it makes you curious. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie. I didn't see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um I had blonde hair at the time. Yeah. You know, back in the early 2000s, you Did know, you, you had the blonde hair natural? highlights. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I remember New Moon was coming out and um, that November. So Halloween was coming up. So October, I decided, hey, I'm going to dress up like Edward since, you know, it seems to be very popular. It's going in, gaining a lot of momentum. So I thought it'd be fun to just dress up. So it turned out to be like a Halloween joke for me. Yeah, really? So it started off as something doing that. And um, there was a costume contest going on downtown um, where I'm from in Macon. And then um, I ended up winning. Wow. I won first place. Oh and I, I was like, wow, this could be kind of fun. I mean, What did you wear? I wore the, I found a pea coat, I think, at H&M or oh, something. Nice. I found something, got a button up, and um, I went to Claire's, if anybody knows where Claire's yeah. is. Yeah, of course. So I was, like, finding any type of glitter. I think I tried diff- three different types of glitter and, like, oh, poured it all over me. Oh, you Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have any pictures from that? I think I can. I think there might be some I can dig deep in my Facebook and yeah. see the first photo of me dressing up. Oh, that'd be it, so cool! It, it look, I definitely fine tune that image now, but mm. like, yeah, I was like, a, I look like a disco ball. <laughs> That's but so um, funny. it was so fun. Yeah. I loved it, and then here it kind of snowballed, and I started doing DVD release parties, and I was wow. on the front page of. I went to um, this. Yeah. Well, not in Macon, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but like it started this whole thing, and I made a Facebook page, and um, a group started in my hometown called Esme's Heart. Wow. 
and it was a charity um, that they started um, to raise money for kids during Christmas. We had um, even celebrity guests, people wow. like Daniel mm-hmm. Cudmore, Michael Welsh. We had bun- wow. bunkos where we raised money. I mean, we did a lot of charities, so a lot of the volunteer wow. work. And um, we used Edward to like promote <laughs> some of that stuff. So yeah. it drew the crowd in, and we were able to do so much um, great things in our community. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that because we even had a blood drive, and we um, had this sign that was like, are you Edward's type? Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so it was so fun. And then I made a Facebook page, and then Christy Lynn, who plays Bella now, Mm. she found me. And then I started coming here. She, you know, came here on a trip and asked me, like, hey, would you like to come? And it was a very small event. Mm. FTF wasn't even a thing. I mean... It was like maybe a few hundred people would come. Yeah. This was 2009? Mm, officially, I, I um, oh. did it in 2011. Oh, 2011. Okay, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started my first cosplay as Edward, my one and only still, um, cool. in 2009 as a Halloween joke. Isn't okay, that funny? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I actually dressed my brother up as Edward one time for Halloween. Um, he's a little pale, but he doesn't really look like Edward that much. But <laughs> he hates Twilight so much, like a lot of guys do. Um, and would just mindlessly hate it and, you know, bully me about it. Um, but then I remember we went to this Halloween dance, and all these girls were like, who's that guy? Oh, my God. And I felt so proud of myself. So. Didn't look anywhere near as close to Edward as you do. Oh, well, thank you. He, you know, it's all about the hair, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about maybe That's I should true. do, like, an, an Edward art. Cullen hair tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> and Honestly, put it on there where, like, people... Because a lot of people actually stop me and ask me, like, how do you do your hair? Yeah. You know? So... And it's... I feel like when Twilight came out at the time, like, beforehand, the, like... Mm-hmm. Kind of like Justin Bieber, like look was really in among like young guys, mm-hmm. and then instantly mm-hmm. like it changed and it became like the Edward Cullen hairstyle. Like it was revolutionary. Yeah, I know. You I still mean, see it. Yeah, and it still holds its own. I mean, I actually have my hair always looks like this. Does it really? Good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Good because it it's awesome. It looks amazing. Yeah, apparently I just am so authentic. I just can't even get it out of my personal life either. <laughs> I think it looks good on everybody. I've always wondered, like, why don't more men do their hair like that? I know. It looks probably so good. Probably because it's an art form. It <laughs> yeah. probably takes a while to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a process. I mean, I have fine straight hair, so I have yeah. to get a flat iron and, like, curl it. Mm-hmm. So I texturize it all around. And I have, you know, the secret the thing that you have to get is, like, hair glue. Mm. You have to get the hair glue and that's like, because it's not as tacky as some palms and, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not like, you know, clear as gel. Yeah. It's that one hardens. You want something like that you can put your hair through, hands through, you know. So this might be an ignorant question, but do you all do your own look? Like, do you don't have anyone doing hair and makeup? No, we do have a crew that's with us and they even have their own um, page uh, aside from the Olympic Coven, which is our um, fan page as our um, Cullen Troop. But we also have makeup artists and hair people that was actually here this weekend um, that styles and does their wigs. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, the know. wigs are incredible. Oh, yeah. They're the, better than the movie. <laughs> that's what, they literally are. That's what Peter <laughs> Fascinelli said He was when he... Um, 
Ted Connor that portrays yeah. our Carlisle, yeah. when he um, saw him, he was like, your hair looks better than mine. Yeah, <laughs> they're amazing, and they all look so accurate. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's crazy. They, they um, really care about the details because we care about the fans. We are here because of you all, yeah. you know? Mm. People come here for this festival, but they, they stay for Forks because it has, like, this kind of charm, you know? And I've it seen does. it progressively um, grow over the years because I've done it for so long, and I never thought that um, I would be a part of something like this. Uh, yeah. It was just what, literally uh, so coming from, like, a Halloween joke, and you think, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to dress awesome. up for Halloween and have a good time. And then I look about from doing so much charity work then coming here and meeting so many different unique people and it, and there's a lot of people that come by themselves yeah, yeah. you know exactly cool. and and then they come with like a new perspective and kind of like um a new like group of friends mm -hmm. I mean and it's so silly because when you come here you don't realize um how impactful it is until at the end and then you're bawling <laughs> and you're like why yeah. am I so emotional right now this is crazy and then you try to explain it to other people and they think you're crazy <laughs> I know I know so we wanted to ask you like what people in your real life think about your cosplay do does everybody know about it oh yeah, yeah. I mean since I've been a part of it for a while I mean at first it was a little um interesting people like poke fun about it and yeah I think at the time I didn't even realize how much it meant to me yeah you know it really wasn't until I remember Breaking Dawn specifically and we had our movie premiere and it was Breaking Dawn 2 and I was like wow this is the last movie yeah <clears throat> oh I wish I was there and then I was in the back row they had like a section where we had like a private screening for us um because it was with my committee um the Georgia Twilight Moms is what they were called <laughs> and we were that. doing like charity work so we bought it out and um it was a a premiere movie that was like before it came out mm -hmm. it was like a week before and um I remember when the credits were rolling I had to wait for everyone to leave like I was hysterically bawling and I was like so embarrassed and it like it hit me and I was like wow this has been like a crazy journey and it was like I couldn't believe that it it just kind of was overwhelming it's and amazing. unexpected. Yeah, it's just amazing that you can love something like this. Oh my god, I don't want to cry. Oh my god, but like, Do it. <laughs> like it just—you don't really know how much it means to you until a moment like that, or even like right mm -hmm. now. I'm like, I can't believe that my like twelve-year-old obsession got yeah. me to this point right here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'll cry thinking about it. But I love that. I think it's good to get in tune with your emotions. Yeah. You know? Just have Jasper around to control them. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of emotions and thoughts, we actually had a question. When you are cosplaying as Edward, mm -hmm. what is going through your head? Like are you thinking still some Alan thoughts? Or are you fully in Edward mode? Oh, I am like totally Alan's always trying to come into my brain, yeah. you know? Um, it's hard to sometimes separate the two because yeah. I really want to be personable. And mm. Edward, I mean, yeah. he's not very personable. Like, yeah. he is protective of Bella, and um, he's polite, you mm -hmm. know? He comes from a, a, a different era where you court the girl, you know? You yeah. Um, yeah. respect women, and he's a very respectful person. Um, but... It's not until, like, you know, Midnight Sun came out and you saw this deep, dark, yeah. like, 
um, disgruntled yeah. internal dialogue that was really hard for him, you know, and it gave me a deeper perspective of how to portray him. Um, so it was hard sometimes to separate Alan because I'm like super goofy and yeah. funny and everything. And then that's not Edward. So yeah. I can't always be like that. But um, I can be rude sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, like it's a breakfast. nice balance yeah. between the two. So I immediately identified with Edward as a character yeah. because like, you know, I'm very chivalrous and I, um, I always make sure people are included and loved and like are that are around me. They're having a good time, you know, but um, it's hard not to completely break character yeah. when I like I love his demeanor but I don't I like you know I can't go around staring at people. <laughs> you should try it at like one event yeah yeah that's true but I Just like mean. I merge the two yeah. like yeah. I fine-tune it to where like it's still like fun yeah. and like Edward can be goofy because if you've seen I mean, everybody's here who are Twilight fans have seen Rob Offset. I mean, he's yeah. funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. he likes, he's like a little practical joker and inappropriate, you know. Yeah, that's true. I definitely identify with probably Robert Pattinson mm, more yeah. than Edward. Yeah. You know, because I can be, you know, funny and inappropriate sometimes. I'm always like <laughs> touching Christy Lynn's butt. <laughs> As we're sitting there side by side and she's like, don't touch me. I love that. And I'm like, tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> well, I think everyone wants to see Edward touch Bella's butt so oh I know yeah it's, that's true yeah I mean we've done candid stuff if you've looked on our um the Olympic Coven page there's even like Bella and Alice and they look like they're I've making seen, out I've seen that yeah we've done a lot of funny like inappropriate like um content like that and yeah, some stuff we don't post <laughs> obviously <laughs> Really? Yeah. I don't see it. So guys... there's things out there that I've posted. <laughs> I know. Look at you. You like the juicy yeah. details, yeah, I huh? Like I love that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know. No. That would be great to get them all in on it. I don't know what they want me to say. I'm not trying to, like, you know, spill the beans on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was, like, uh, they used to have an Instagram called Casual Vampires of Instagram. Ooh, but I don't I don't know casual vampires it was like where we would post like funny memes of like us all together I don't know if they yeah. still do that or not sorry if that was a secret if they hear this <laughs> if it's a secret we can edit it out I know <laughs> yeah Hush true us. Hey guys, we just want to take a really quick break from the live episode to tell you about a really cool brand we've partnered with. They are called The Pretty Cult. They're an apparel and lifestyle brand with a love of the occult and all things mystical, like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, all things rock and roll. Very witchy, mm -hmm. magic, kind of goth vibes. Based in LA. Yep. Back in LA. LA. <laughs> Um, and all the items are sewn and screened and printed there. And it's women-owned, you know, <laughs> yep. like, like the first Twilight movie, directed, mm -hmm. written, and starring a woman. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a coupon code if you guys want to buy from them. It's Twilight15 for 15% off. Mm -hmm. Oh, and even cooler, like, they have a shirt. It's called... Uh, the Lover's mm -hmm. Tarot Card. And it looks just like Bella and Edward mm -hmm. lying in the meadow. And Mel and I have this shirt. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be wearing it at the Forks Festival. Yep. We're going to take this lots week. of cool pictures. Yep. We'll look super cool. 
Yeah. So a lot of people might not notice, but a Twilight fan will be able to tell that's Belle and Edward. Mm -hmm. It's literally inspired by it. Like it's not a coincidence. (laughs) So we love any brand that is Mm pro-Twilight. That's the Pretty Cult Mm -hmm. and Twilight 15 for 15% off. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Most most of these times it's only 10%. Yeah. So... (laughs) All right, back to the episode. Bye. So I was wondering, like, how often do you guys get together, yeah. the Olympic Coven? How often do you see You know, them? mostly when we come to do these events. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not just about Twilight, but it's also a homecoming for all of us. Because mm-hmm. some of us are, like, you know, Chrissy Lynn's from, that plays Bella, is from Connecticut. Um, a lot of majority of us come from Orlando. Really? Carlisle, Esme, me, Jacob. Um, right? Jacob. Yeah. And um, we're all in Orlando. So sometimes we get together there or like, you know, being in Orlando is the most like tourist capital of the world. So (laughs) a lot of times we have some of our friends and um, people that like their family come and visit um, periodically throughout the year. And we all try to get together and at least have dinner if they end up taking a vacation over there. So. Yeah, I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, you guys are so good at like keeping up the Instagram and the presence. Like it feels real all year long. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's a lot of that is Christy Lynn, Samantha Rose Baldwin that yeah. plays Rosalie and Bella and Renesmee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah, She's so, so they curate a lot of that stuff and upkeep the content and and definitely um, uh, Alice. You know, V, she, Victoria, she, she does a lot of that stuff as yeah, well. They're amazing. Yeah. Th- so incredibly talented. And I'm horrible at posting things. <laughs> I feel like I need like a manager to be like, would you just like do this? And like, I still haven't even made an Edward Instagram. It's been 10 years. <laughs> I'm just it's like, oh, I'm, I'm the dead poet 22. You can go yeah. find me on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's mysterious. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very Edward. I don't think Edward would have an Instagram. No, Edward I, wouldn't have I don't it. think he would either. <laughs> That'd be very odd. <laughs> I'm much like that. I like Because I'm kind of private, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even post on my regular social media yeah. things that I'm doing. I like doing stories because it's like, oh, it's there and then it's not. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. <laughs> uh, so have you, speaking of Robert Pattinson, ever had any contact with him or met him at all you know i've always would love to i mean how fun would that have been to be like carlisle meeting peter fascinelli yeah and see what he says but i heard that robert doesn't really you know talk about twilight these days i think Mm. he's trying to separate himself and and kind of do more like professional things i don't know if he would ever do anything like that but i would love to meet him i've never met him and you know i'm sure there's a lot of people here that might have has yeah. anyone met him? Yeah, raise your hand if you've met Robert Pattinson. One. I know, right? You should come up here. That's crazy yeah. pants. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I have to be um, Edward Cullen forever. I gotta live forever. <laughs> yeah. He won't yeah. come to these events. <laughs> I have to say, we reached out to like I don't know how I found this contact information. I just was like bored one day, so I reached out to like someone who works for him. I don't know if it was a publicist or. Um, like an agent, I don't know, but they said no for the time being, but it was the nicest no ever, Um, and so I felt like... It gave you hope. Yeah, and I felt like I had, you know, two degree separation from Robert Pattinson, so... Uh. (laughs) Do you think he even heard about it, or... 
The assistant didn't even Probably mention not. It. <laughs> yeah. The person said no for right now because he's just not doing any press right now. But that sounds amazing. Like, it was so nice. <laughs> that so was nice. It mm. made me feel like he... I don't know what his feelings are for, about Twilight, but it was yeah. very courteous and kind. And he works with nice people, which is a good sign. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure it's hard to be a celebrity. I mean, oh, yeah. I remember when we first started doing this. I mean, even when Twilight first came out, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even, like, go out to eat, really. And that was because everybody <laughs> was just, like, really into it. Yeah. No you way. Know, and, and then sometimes I would dress like him on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, go out in public. Oh yeah. <laughs> you should have, like, gone out in L.A. and, like, see if you got Well, I did that. Let me tell no you, way. funny story is I actually used um, oh that gosh. Twilight Edward card to further me when I was auditioning um, for The Amazing Race. Wow. Oh. So, and we were, um, were finalists at the time. And um, I would, uh, I remember my interview because you have to, they fly you out to LA and you have um, like a video interview that you have to submit. And I was like, well, I'm an Edward lookalike and I'm the official one that's in Forks, Washington. So like I did play that card <laughs> and they really loved that idea. So the casting director wanted me to play that up if I was actually cast on <laughs> The Amazing Race. Would you be like brooding the whole time? <clears throat> I would still be me, <laughs> yeah. but I would throw like probably little things out yeah. there because I mean, Twilight was still popular and mm -hmm. I think they were kind of looking at it from that angle as well. Yeah. Um, I ended That's up so getting funny. very far. I even got my pictures and passports that they put on the show. Wow. Um, and it was like down to me and like three other players, the teams that were going to be on there. And we didn't get on there, but you know, it was such a fun thing. Yeah. You know, I saw Samuel L. Jackson while I was there. Wow. Really? He was in the same filming studio where they had um, us for the week when we were doing the interviews because I met all the CBS producers there. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's, That's cool. It's still a cool story, even though you weren't on the I show. Know. Yeah. I know. Mean, it's still it's a fun <laughs> thing really to talk about when I, I think, have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think that finding out the behind the scenes, what you said earlier about Scorpio, but like behind the scenes of things mm -hmm. is really cool. So like the fact that you got to see the like the audition process yeah. mm -hmm. is neat. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was it was incredible. It was fun. Funny how they did it. I mean, it definitely gave you a different perspective, and especially what people must have to go through. Like famous people, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I especially if you're a private person. You saw mm -hmm. what happened to Robert and Kristen. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That was a mess. I know. <laughs> and I think that's just, like, not sustainable, you know, for, oh, yeah. like... Life. To, yeah, for life, I mean. <laughs> oh, relationships, anywhere. yeah. Relationships yeah. are just for that time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I almost feel like it's gotten a little bit better for them. I hope so. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. I mean, people like to push boundaries. Yeah. I mean, like, I... My first Twilight convention was um you know it's predominantly females but like we were like having a dance party and it was in atlanta and um everyone you know it was drinking and then i remember a woman putting her hands down my pants <gasps> what? <laughs> what that's awful like and then she it, Wait, she found my under coat under the pants yeah oh my god <laughs> we were on the dance terrible. floor and uh that's scary and then yeah. and then that same weekend i think um they took my Edward coat, and I was trying to find it, and I couldn't find it, and it was in the women's bathroom, and they were trying to lure me in the women's bathroom. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is weird. And I that's just disrespectful. Like, I can understand, like... 
They're thinking, he's going to look for his coat. He's going to come in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. And that must have happened to Rob, you know, on a, like, daily basis if he was out in public around people. Oh, yeah. it's awful. I mean, who knows? They they have, like, usually, like, a double yeah. that here, That's this true. person looks like Robert, and they go around the front, and then he'll, like, sneak yeah. around the back and get in the limousine or something. There's a rumor that Taylor Swift will, like, go in a box like a trunk when she's like leaving. <laughs> yeah, like, like a they, huge suitcase like or luggage. something. Yeah, and they like put her in the car. I hope not. That'd be horrible. But... I can't imagine. How do we find out if that's true? I don't know. She doesn't want us to know. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, next time just look for boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like you had some more questions that we haven't I asked do. yet. I'm curious if anyone else has any questions for Alan. Yep. Well, how long do you think you'll be able to keep doing this? Oh, That's a good yeah. question. How long do you um, think you'll be able to keep doing this? You know, this? Uh, I, I used to think, oh, I'm going to do it when I hit my 10-year mark. And, like, you know, here it oh, is. No, and then you think, well, stop. I can't. That would be sad. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. As long as they keep um, inviting me back and doing this and they feel like it um, is impactful, which it always is. But, like, if it's a continuing fandom where we can still get together like this and continue it, I told them I'm always down to continue to do it. Cool. You know, um, I I joke a lot of the times because it's like, I'm 36, trying to play 17. <laughs> I wow. was like, I need to get Botox before I come next year. <laughs> no. We did not know you were 36. No, we were actually trying to guess your age. And <clears throat> oh, yeah, the word's out. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times people are younger than, look younger than they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, and a lot of that is up Rob to the people older. here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <clears throat> as they talk to Lissy and all the handlers and the people that are part of it and they continue to want to come. You know, there's so many people that can't come and um, we tried to do things like virtually like we did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, If y'all saw the content that we put out, it was really um, fun because it was one of the most interesting um, Twilight stuff that I've ever done here. Because um, it was a lot more filming, yeah. you know, and then putting that out on um, the next day. So, like, staying up all night and, like, oh editing gosh. everything, you know. That's I didn't cool. do that personally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Samantha Rose oh, Baldwin did. did. Oh she's the one that... Oh, she's so talented. Oh, yeah. She's fierce. She's very focused. She's a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> what, what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Pisces. Cool. Okay. I like Pisces. So I was going to say... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's um, it's part of March, but I'm I'm February twenty second. Oh, okay. cool. If I wasn't Scorpio, I'd want to be Pisces or Aquarius. Mm. Mm. I don't know why. Oh, I <laughs> love Aquarius. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Aquariuses are weird because they 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 think outside the box and they're humanitarians and you know Sounds I like nice. them because they're weird and they love being weird. And I like, I like that. that because they're, <laughs> they're so authentic. I don't know, like, anything about astrology. I like, shouldn't have even said that, but... Oh, you, I know. If someone says something, I have expert. to say it. Do you think that Stephanie Meyer, like, she only gave birthdays to a few characters, but mm-hmm. do you think she gave them with the signs in mind, or just completely random? You know, I, I'm curious about that, but, uh, you know, I think Stephanie um, is great at researching. I think yeah. any ri- writer that is good, um, they're very particular about their characters, and yeah. I think that there's goes um so much into creating them and um falling in love with them that I probably think that she did like I think that she tried to figure out what would these characteristics be for that person and like kind of 
be a little bit more um, meticulous on what their birthdays were. Yeah. You know? Speaking of birthdays, today is Renesmee's birthday, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, Happy birthday, Renesmee. Teenager? 17. 17? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. What year was she born? She was born in 2006. Okay, math. That was six? Has anyone figured it out? 15, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was there, but yeah. I didn't say, yeah. <laughs> She's 15. She's got two more years left of growing. Wow. Yeah, she, yeah. she stops after seven years. Yeah. Oh, seven years. Yeah. Okay, yeah. She, yeah. she stops after seven years. What did you say? I said she oh, wow. two more years left. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. She's, she's been like an adult for a while, yeah. but she is oh, 15. Wow. Yeah, a while. <laughs> That's so weird Sorry. to think about. Yeah. My God. Did anybody else have a question? So I imagine just, you know, you guys have to be on all the time. You have to mm. be in carriage. I imagine that's incredibly draining. Oh, yeah. It can be. What keeps you sustained through all of that? Um, <laughs> honestly, the guests. We, we care about um, their performance. I mean, sometimes we are at low energy and lack of sleep and, you know, the contacts and, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know we can't eat it eat in front of every anybody so we tried to like make sure we have like snacks or like readily available and like you know hopping from one area to the other thank goodness forks isn't very big but um mm -hmm. yeah when we're on it's the when we're actually here with everybody um it kind of um it kind of makes us want to have that connection and bring that character to life and and have such an immersive experience with everyone that comes so we don't want anybody to feel like, you know, not included. We want everyone to have a great time because so many people come from all over. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Like, we have somewhere, someone from, like, Sweden and, like, oh. Puerto Rico. And, and every year, like, Australia, England, like, yeah. so many people from all over the world come, you know. And it, I, I truly think it's the, the people that are here. That's really what pushes us to, like, continue yeah. to do this and, like, all that, like, sleep deprivation mm -hmm. takes a back seat because yeah. we really are excited about the people that come here well, thank you so much i mean like it really is just a remarkable experience like mm -hmm. to come mm -hmm. here and i really appreciate all that you all do to make it so unforgettable oh we definitely appreciate it i mean the energy is mutual i mean we like we understand what it's like um to fall in love with these characters because we're all fans with these people yeah. you know and we used to have like a cosplay um panel i wish they scheduled one this year because Aww. um it's where we go on stage and we get out of our hair and makeup and we actually talk about these types of things you know where we're able to like um what's it like being the character what's your yeah. favorite character yeah. what's your favorite part of the book or the movie and things like that my favorite. Now I want to ask you yeah. that. My favorite <laughs> is my favorite is New Moon. That, cool. Yeah, artistically, I think it's um, really ingenious because I remember thinking, how are they going to keep Edward in this book? Yeah. You know, and the way that they filmed it and had his like mirage there, yeah. like this ethereal part of him that is like there throughout the movie, yeah. I thought was super cool, and. One of my favorite parts is where the um, 
where Bella jumps off the cliff and she's like ready to die. Yes. She doesn't care anymore. She wants to be with Edward and it really pulls you in and she's like sitting there sinking and then all of a sudden he floats up to her and she's like, finally, you know, like I I'm, love so I, and the music that goes with that. And I'm just like, wow, I remember getting like chills, you that know, that picture used to be my background, like my computer, <laughs> my phone for like the longest time. It was so cool. <laughs> and I loved how they uh the cinematography part of it yeah, so like it so got beautiful. me emotionally and i feel like i was going through like relationship issues at that time yeah. so it was uh, on a personal level it yeah. felt like i was really connected with that scene and i also enjoyed um you know where they filmed her and like the days like the months the possibilities yeah you know and I was just like, wow, this is so cool. I mean, like, New Moon, I just loved it. And I didn't think I would because it's all about Jacob. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what do you think of Jacob as a character? Personally? <laughs> <laughs> like, just as a character. I think he's needed. Uh, he's a great character to um, anyone who's ever had unrequited love. That's true. You know, um, we he's very relatable, especially to teenagers or even people, you know, no matter what age you are, we all can remember a time where we really cared about someone and that person obviously loved them but couldn't give yeah. themselves to them. And it was very, like, you know, emotional. And you're like, I don't get it and I don't get you, but you don't get me. And it's like, <laughs> and then, like, when you have that resolution in Breaking Dawn, and yeah. the purpose from that. And it kind of makes you reflect like there's a purpose for that relationship that wouldn't work out that you thought mm. would. And then when you can look back after it was over and you see where you are at in life now, you're like, I appreciate that crap that I had to go yeah. through. You know, I that's really deep. It like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's Welcome true. to Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. My first trip out to Fourth was after a divorce. Mm -hmm. That's exactly oh. how I felt. It's like I, it, you just described it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's what Twilight has done. It's like this forbidden love, right? Yeah. And there's so many different components of that love and so many different support systems. You have, like, the Cullens and you have the Wolfpack and you have, like, the Cousins and everybody. And the Volturi, you know, and you can liken it to your own personal life. Like, the Volturi is kind of like your parents. They're like, <laughs> you know, they like to dictate everything and be yeah. protective. And, um, you know, uh, and then you have, like, the friends that are part of your life that are close to you, like the Cullens. And then, you know, it's hard to um, try to figure out all that emotional stuff yeah. that's going on with you. But then you have the, the love triangle mm -hmm. that's the source of all that. And it's like that forbidden love and like it makes you kind of if you've never experienced want to fall in love so like when you're reading the book you're like wow I want someone to like want me and and, and love me and include me in their life like this so it's a lot yeah. of different things for a lot of different people yeah. depending on what headspace they are in when they're reading the books well that's like you're talking about new moon I now you know at 25 years old had such a newfound appreciation for it than I did at 12 years old. Like, it was my least favorite book when I was mm -hmm. 12 years old of the yeah. series. I still enjoyed it, but I was like, oh, I don't like it. Edward's not in it. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. Jacob. But now, like, when you actually, like, can connect with the story and the feelings mm -hmm. of it, it's totally different. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> I know, it's so good. Um, is Edward your favorite character, or do you have another favorite character? I really love Carlisle. Mm, you know, I, I really see a lot of myself mm. in him personally. <laughs> um, I do like Edward. I do like him. Um, he's probably, you know, really high up there. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have a, a deep relationship with him, with yeah. portraying him. And um, I certainly have a love for him, for sure. But Carlisle is probably someone that I I really think I value in the whole series. I mean, he's such a um, compassionate person mm-hmm. that he was just like, I want to take something that seems like a horrible thing like these people that are struggling that have no soul and I'm going to bring them together and this is going to be our source of strength and we don't have to kill people we can actually live a different way Mm -hmm. you know and and still be kind and loving and and still have that family you know so it's it's also like that for someone who reads the book you know maybe if you're an orphan or someone who comes from a broken home you look up to carlisle as this father figure who is this deep compassionate person that um makes you think that you know sometimes it's okay to be different it's okay to be a vampire Mm -hmm. right you know (laughs) it's okay to be a little bit off and weird and and not be judged or shamed because you have that close community that you love and care about that's just for you and i think that's kind of like the symbolism of Carlisle, mm-hmm. you know? So I really love his character because of that. Have you ever tried cosplaying as Carlisle? No, I haven't. Put the makeup on and see what it looks like? Watch out, Connor, I'm for your wig. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it seems like, like, Sam, I saw her, she was, like, dressed up. Or, mm-hmm. no, um, she dressed up as Alice, yeah, just for, like, a day, it seemed. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They all like to interchange. Like, yeah. I think um, she even did Charlie. No way! <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, I love that. Wow. Does anyone else have any questions? It's okay if not. Uh, do you think that the Voltori is ultimately a force for good? Ooh, do you think that the Voltori is a force for good? Ultimately. You know, ultimately, <laughs> I don't know. I think um, some of them are, but I think also that um, Aro wants to make sure he has his hand in everything so to Mm -hmm. me it almost seems like a dictatorship yeah (laughs) because i feel like i feel like maybe the others his like supporting people like he's the one that kind of like i want to build this army and i want to be the best and i want to make sure everyone knows that i'm in control so like a a force for good maybe possibly by other people but i don't think aro would let anybody overtake him yeah (laughs) i think there's definitely a need it seems for some type of control over the vampire mm-hmm. world, but they're doing it the wrong way. That's but what makes it interesting. Much, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. absolutely. It's like you need that contrasting, ex- you know, experience in the book so mm-hmm. you can have like an antagonist and a protagonist and all that stuff. Obviously, I feel like there could be some kind of spin-off or new series where like mm. Carlisle becomes the new. I don't know. Head, oh, head yeah. of vampires, I think he'd like, do that. but he wouldn't want to. Yeah. I don't know. He wouldn't want to kill people, I guess. But they need someone good in charge, you know. Well, yeah, not I think good. that would be a great kind of like. <laughs> but I don't know if he'd want to do that for you know <laughs> for Stephanie Meyer because they could like change the way people see vampires. Mm-hmm. You know, you can like it, liken it to like now times. Like you know, we're trying to like everyone's trying to fight for equality. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the Volturi, you have this one group that's like, you know, it has to be this way, you know. Yeah. But and it's hard for people to be a little bit more open-minded to certain things. You know, maybe Carlisle can be like that revolutionary part that we need in <laughs> all of us to like push for that change so that, you know, let all vampires live in one. <laughs> well, I feel like there are things left unfinished with the Volturi because, mm -hmm. you know, everyone prepared to defeat them in Breaking Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You hear that, Stephanie? We need another book. <laughs> what happened? Because they made some the good The Twilight points. Saga yeah. is not over. Yeah. He's like, oh, these rulers are corrupt. They shouldn't be there. Oh, let's just yeah. let them. Clap if you want another book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I can see the audio, like, not really high. <laughs> cool. Oh, does anyone else have any questions? No pressure. Yeah. I'm just curious if you have any like particular favorite event that you've done in mm. your time or like a particular favorite experience that you've had. Good question. Great question. Favorite event or experience? You know, I mean, any time that I'm able to get with people and like know them on personal levels. So like when we do like um, personalized photo ops or things like that, we're able to talk to people. Um, that's always special to me because it's having that personal connection. I mean, obviously, it's hard to have that type of time with each individual person that comes. Mm -hmm. um, but like whether it's um, doing uh, a, going to the dance and we have a little bit more downtime or where I don't have to be completely on, um, it's just having that personal connection. So anytime that I have free time, especially something like this, this yeah. is probably the highlight of the weekend for me to be able to um what <laughs> to be able to express like you know how this all works yeah. out and i mean it's a different thing that i've never done before so i yeah. find it exciting yeah. to be able to like share this with everyone yeah oh. it's so cool to be talking to you I know. Like, getting to know you yeah it yeah. that does feel so meaningful i mean i think the festival is kind of like camp in a way mm -hmm. or like a school year and a weekend it's like you just make friends with all these people and you don't really get that a lot in your adult life like a chance to like make friends and meet yeah. people yeah you know, it's harder and so it's so awesome to be like actually connecting with people and having conversations and making friends so i do i agree, I agree. <laughs> jinx <Yeah. laughs> cool any other questions no pressure if not <laughs> oh there's someone in the back what do you think edward's Quarantine hobby would be. Oh, oh. Edward's quarantine hobby. That's so interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Edward's quarantine <laughs> Just hobby. Just there. I mean, besides doing Bella. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're yeah. We're probably going to have another child. I mean, <laughs> or beating up Jacob and making sure he's uh, um, taking care of Renesmee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he's very protective. But um, I think, like, spending time with the family has always been important to the Cullens. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very family-oriented, and they, their survival depends on each other um, to a certain extent. So probably endless amount of board games, um, enjoying my new fiancé and, 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 and bride and, <laughs> and, and, and trying to come up with ways where we're not going to start a war with a Volturi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In a way, they're like kind of always in quarantine. They're pretty secluded. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, they they definitely have this monotonous routine of mm -hmm. either packing up and leaving because they've been in one place too long. But um, 
I think just like spending time with one another and creating those memories because I think for so long Edward um, hated himself and he didn't have anybody. And for the first time, he has somebody. So mm-hmm. like for him, like living in the here and now with this family he never thought he'd ever have yeah. would be very special for him. So like protecting that in quarantine for him, I think <laughs> just spending time with his family. I mean, I know it seems kind of silly, right? Yeah. But I think for him specifically, it's something that is really important for him. I wonder if during quarantine, because he does have a couple medical degrees, right? Do you think he would like become a doctor too with Carlisle maybe? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he did, you know, try to suck the blood and venom and yeah. <laughs> Bella, so. Maybe. I don't know if he's ready yet. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he would just write a ton of songs on the piano. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There would definitely be <laughs> a lot of music involved. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably write several music for Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's lullaby, too. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. So when I read Midnight Sun, I noticed that like we never really got to see like Edward and Esme and Edward and Carlisle. And I know in Midnight Sun there was a lot more of like the family dynamic that you keep talking about. Mm-hmm. If like I don't know if you've read it or not, but like when you read it, who do you think he's closer with, Carlisle, Esme, or one of the siblings? Because I know him and Emmett kind of have this fun like banter back and forth all the time. So who do you think that he's mostly closer with out of the entire colony? Well, I feel like they didn't have enough with Alice in it, but I, him and Alice are really close. You know, yeah. I've always felt like they have a unique, um, just a magnetic bond, like that is kind of like because you know Rosalie's a little bitter. I mean, she was promised to him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but and I did read Midnight Sun, and um, I think she still had a hard time being around him. They're very close though because of that. Um, I think Rosalie's even more protective of him. So, like, when Bella comes into the picture, she's like, no, no, you don't. (laughs) That's true. But um, I I really think him and Alice are, like, super, like, that's his, like, person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one relationship I don't really see is Edward and Jasper. I don't really Mm -hmm. get their dynamic together. Just kind of roommates. I know, <laughs> yeah. They just kind of like live in the same, they occupy the same space. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. It's kind of like when one of your siblings gets married and they have like that, that, you know, person that they're with and they're like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is my sister at home? <laughs> that awkwardness. Oh, hey. of yeah. yeah. Do they ever have like a scene or a moment in the books alone? I don't remember that. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I also think, well, what do you think of the Edward Renesme relationship? Because oh, there's yeah. a little bit of cuteness, but we've talked before about how we feel like it's not a lot. I mean, she's only in like half of Breaking Dawn. Well, so. I have to say, like, Edward didn't want her. Like, yeah. he yeah. called it, Awkward. like, it. Like, I'm going to get that thing out of you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, he was like, you're my everything, Bella. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have twins in there, Mm -hmm. you're not dying, and I don't care about this other life. Like, he was very dismissive of that life. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe it transferred, maybe after she's born and you kind of see him change his perspective Mm -hmm. slowly. Yeah. 
but I don't know. Like, I'm curious to know more about their relationship. She didn't explain too much about it. Um, but that just means we have more material to have another book. Exactly. That's true. That's I would true. love to see a book of, like, Jacob and Renesmee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm scared of that. <laughs> she said that she was working on a book for Jacob and Renesmee, and that would be the next one that would yeah. come out if she was. Yeah. I mean, that makes yeah. sense to me because, especially in her vision in Breaking Dawn 2, when they're going off, they have this passport, so if anybody was going to survive during that attack, it was going to be them. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, what if? Like, <laughs> I still ship. Um, I don't. I don't know if anyone agrees with me. I still ship Jacob with Leah Clearwater. Does okay. anyone raise your hand if you agree? But I'm hoping that if there was a story with uh, Jacob and Renesmee, they would decide like actually we're better off as like friends or protector or brother, <laughs> and he falls in love like naturally with Leah. Oh, yeah. Well, the only thing that stops that is he's already imprinted and knowing about their imprints, that's, like, the final. Like, you can't yeah. control that. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know if that would make sense ever. Yeah. We only think that because they have, they said in the book and in the movie, it's, like, could be a friend, brother. Protector. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the brother thing. <laughs> She's going to end up being a midwife. <laughs> Let's try the brother thing. Yeah. Just an idea. I want. There must be, be like a fan fiction. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there could. I mean, love triangle's already been done. But there yeah. could be one where it's like, there's this imprinting thing, and then there's another yeah, relationship. Yeah, it's those two things. Yeah. Hi. I just. I whisper so. I oh yeah. No problem. Oh, they had like a little bond yeah, in the really, tent, yeah. How did you like that scene? That's oh, I loved that. I thought it was like, it kind of forced them together. Um, Thank you. So in Thank Eclipse, you. when Edward and Bella and Jacob were in the tent, and they were waiting for Victoria and protecting Bella, you know, he didn't want to give her up, but that was a moment that he actually had to release his control Cause let's face it, Edward's got control. Okay. <laughs> um, and he was like, "I can't care for her, her human, fragile body." And he was at the mercy of Jacob. You know, like he had to be vulnerable. And I think it was the moment that he really felt helpless. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it made him think, "I can't always protect her." You know, and I think it was yeah. a tender moment to yeah. for that scene because it's like, wow, he can't always be there, and like he was the Jacob was the best person to like keep her warm and yeah. to protect her at that point because um, she's so frail to begin with, but she needed him and his warmth, and you know, it kind of gave them sort of like funny commentary in the movie, yeah, but also um, a great understanding that he. Um, he can't always be there for her. Yeah. You know? I love it. I love I that scene, I too. I thought about that that yeah. way. Then the next day, Jacob goes and kisses her. <laughs> okay, yeah, that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so what 
are you looking forward to this weekend that hasn't happened yet? This weekend? Well, you know, tonight I'm actually looking forward to the White Gala um, mm. ball and and seeing how everyone looks. I mean, I know Alice is, mm-hmm. you know, seeing everybody's fashion trends and what's going to um, go down here. But um, uh, that and the... the um, the Sunday where everyone gets together and we have this tradition every year where we do the karaoke and oh. we end it with a thousand years. Yep. And so like it's this ugly cry party fest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always look forward to that because I'm able to get out of character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer Edward. I'm Alan and I'm actually um, able to eat. I get to meet people and, you know, because of COVID, I mean, it's a lot more like mm. interaction, but um, that has always been one of my favorite things that I've looked forward to. Not because we're, it's ending, but because um, I'm able to really like be more apart. Yeah. And I'm not like saying, oh, I've got to cut this conversation short because I've got to be over here mm-hmm. in like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've always looked forward to that. I think that was like the moment last time when we came here, we were like, we're coming back again. Yeah. <laughs> you just felt so connected to so many people that you just met. I know. And you don't even expect it, it like creeps up to you. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a question have or something to say? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Uh, the first question that I have is, um, what, when was the decision made probably way early on to stay in character, right? Because when I first came four years ago, that was the thing that blew my mind the most. I was told, when you come, there's going to be cosplayers. And I thought, okay, there'll be people walking around that look like them that I can go up and take a picture with. And so the very first thing that came to was the, the cake cutting for Bella's birthday that year. Mm-hmm. And I, the first person I met was Jacob. And I was talking to, I think I shared the story with you guys when I first met him. I walked up to him and I was like, it's so cool that you guys do this. Can I get a picture? And he's like, oh yeah, well, I just live right over here on the reservation. <laughs> and I was like... Oh my gosh, you're a local? And you guys have a tramp? Like, it's so amazing. And he's yeah. like, well, my dad's in a wheelchair. And I'm like, hold oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I remember being like so shocked. Yeah. Are you not going to break, right? Yeah. I'm like, trying to like get one of them to break like all the yeah. time. It was like this goal of mine. And I remember coming out to a blank season being like, what's it going to take? Like, I, I just want to like meet you. I'm like, how do I like, it was just. What, when did you guys, because it is, for me, it is one of the reasons that I come back every year. Yeah. Right? yeah. I oh, I love hearing that. It's her first year, so I was telling her, Ooh. for me, Forks says that this festival is like Disneyland, right? It's like Twilight Disneyland. Yeah. When you go to Disneyland and you meet the princesses, they don't break character. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I come here, it's Book Edward and yeah. Book Bella, and this is the book come to life here. And it's all because you guys stay in character and are so committed. So... Mm-hmm. It could have gone a completely different way, this whole festival. That's true. You guys true. have not decided to stay in character and really commit. So what what was that conversation? What was that decision like to not break? Oh, yeah. When we um, are all together um, and V that plays Alice, you know, she she is all about like making it an immersive experience and like so we all come together and we like we really want this to be a fun thing for everybody because where can you like read a book and actually visit the place you know and and so bring cool. those characters to life and um we know that people come from all over so from the very beginning we did um 
kind of come to an understanding that we want to make sure we're, we're in character. And then, like, you know, sometimes we funnily and jokingly on the side, you know, as we get to see some of the people year after year, um, we still have, like, a fun connection and, and break character once in a while. I'm horrible at it. Like, I... <laughs> at being Edward? Like, no, like, oh. so, not being able to, like, not break character. Oh, so I, I see, I see. Like, I, I'm... I'll break character a lot of the times because I'll just be silly, you know? Well, I think Edward's the hardest one to stay in character for, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be rude to someone, whereas mm-hmm. Edward might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, at the very beginning, it was just a clear conversation. We wanted to make sure that everybody um, enjoyed themselves, and we were very selective of who we cast and the type of people that we wanted to be a part of the group. Because we know, like you, those people that come that have maybe a certain expectation, and it really like sets a high bar when they're like, "Oh, I want to come back again. That was so much fun." It's so yeah. much fun. I just love that you guys stay in character. It really, it feels so immersive when you're here. Yeah. It really, yeah. just feel like the books come to life and the film. I told her even it's almost like. Barbara Pattinson's playing Alan Ward. (laughs) You're a book Edward to me when I come here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then the movies are after you guys, like for me. Yeah. I play it in mine. And I love those stories. I love hearing that, you know, because that's, like I said, that's the reason we love doing it. And my second question is, what what fan experience have you had uh, other than your attempted sexual assault? That was like either it's super emotional, super positive, uh, so memorable, but maybe it gave you the validation to continue to do it, or just your favorite fan encounter. Oh yeah, I remember this one lady that came up to me. She was like ninety years old. Wow. Like, no lie, and they they're like. She was like, I don't know how much longer I have, but I'm so happy I was able to make this trip. You know, that like, me like <laughs> and I was just like, it was such a tender moment. And like, you know, in the in the moment, I was just like, I, re- I don't remember what I said. I was like, you want me to turn you and you'll live forever, <laughs> you know? So like, it was something like that. And it was something that I knew that it's like, even you know, she's lived 90 years, like, this was a mark in her life that she was going to always remember, and she was still having, mm-hmm. like, new experiences, even though she was a lot more mature, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I love those types of little moments like that. Yeah. That's, wow. That's amazing. Literally, you can be any age. Yeah. We're all going to be 90 years old having this reunion. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> hmm, any, any other questions? Oh, oh yep. Are you a part, do you have any other fandoms you like? Is Twilight your main, or do you have any other, like, fandoms? Any other fandoms. Yeah, like, you know, Twilight is definitely my thing. I'm really looking forward to The Will of Time coming out. Mm -hmm. It's on Prime that's coming out. Um, It's 14 books. Wow. And, yeah, it took me three years to read them all. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've um, never heard of it. To He's proud. Yeah, <laughs> it, this the whole series is called Will of Time, and the uh, the first book is called Eye of the World, and I think it's a phenomenal book. I mean, it's just crazy. It, it, I was like, right when I was reading Twilight, though, I was also in to Shadowhunters. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Robert Jordan. What is it about? 
So um, it's it starts off with these group of kids that live in this village, and um, they didn't they don't realize that they're born of like this ancient blood that's here to save the world, mm-hmm. and like these two strangers come into town and they kind of like are looking for them, and they know nothing mm-hmm. about their past, so like they're in this small town, you know, that is like who are these like travelers they don't like outsiders and mm-hmm. the um you find out that it's the Aes Sedai and her warder and it goes mm-hmm. into this long stretch of them leaving the town and these group of kids and finding themselves in this um this new like magical world that they belong to that they didn't know existed oh. and so many different Check things happen I mean it's 14 books I mean that's crazy. it's hard to like think of all the different things that are in that book but it was just so um, so interesting. It's definitely a fantasy, mm-hmm. but um, it's like Game of Thrones mixed with like I don't know, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I love both of those things. Yeah, so. it really. That's the way I thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I see here it's eleven forty-two, so maybe we have time for two or three more questions. Uh, personally, what's your favorite Edward quote? Your Edward quote. Good question. You know, I have several of them, but maybe the the line at the end of the book where, like, you know, where he was like, you know, what is it like? Well, at least we'll have forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. At the end of Breaking Dawn. Yeah. 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 It was like. Let's start with forever. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with forever. No matter how much time goes by, you know, let's start mm-hmm. with forever. And I'll always, like, you know, when I'm signing, I'll say, you're my own personal brand of heroin. I love saying that. that. (laughs) And everyone has the mask to be safe. That one's iconic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's several different ones of them. But I really like that one because it's, like, it's that nice little final touch. I could just picture um, Stephanie Meyer sitting there and just, like, with this big smile on her face saying, you know, forever. So I used to, like... (laughs) I used to, That's like, so write that, too. I would be like, forever. <laughs> and I would put, like, true love is forever. I'll yeah, be like Edward Cullen. Closing her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no measure of time with you would ever be enough, but let's start with forever sometime. Yeah. Like that. yeah. That, is, that is a good one. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on Charlie? Thoughts on Charlie? Charlie, I mean, he was a tough nut to crack. I had to be on my best behavior with him. Uh... I think that he, like, Billy Burke, I was really excited to see him this year. I really was hoping that we'd, I've never met him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I met a lot of the different other sub-characters and, and the Volturi and Wolfpack, but um, I love Charlie, you know. I mean, every time that I, um, if anybody follows me on social media, anytime I, because I normally have a beard throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So when I have to be Edward, I have to shave. Yeah. And so then you're doing stash. I'll always yeah. post a picture of me with a mustache that says Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie? So, That's how we always do it. Yeah. I know. So I cool. um, have this like picture of me with a mustache. So I love Charlie. I think he's, um, I feel bad for him, especially remember in Twilight when he's like oh, leaving her. Yeah. It breaks my heart. Him, yeah. It's like, I don't want to end up stuck here like mom did you know I always fast forward to that part that's funny do you have a favorite twilight meme favorite twilight meme a favorite twilight meme gosh 
That's an interesting tough, Rolodex. There's so many. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, I can't think of one specifically that's at the forefront of my brain right now. I, I probably do better if there was like a few options to look at. <laughs> I know there's like the Where Have You Been Loca is like the big one right now. Oh, yeah. Everyone's doing. I think I did one one time where it was like modern day breakup. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it was a picture of me dressed in my new moon suit and mm-hmm. then Bella, and we're both looking at each other and we're texting the breakup. Oh, my God. <laughs> so instead of me actually doing it, I'm, oh like, gosh. texting it, and I have, like, a blurb of what I was texting, and then it said Bella, what she said, and then the final picture is just her laying on the floor in the woods. <laughs> Can you imagine? So I, I so I created a meme. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because I was like modern day breakup and it was just Edward texting her. Imagine Come take a walk with me. The new moon breakup was over text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, That would happen in real life probably. Oh my gosh. Or he just ghosts her. Yeah. This That'd has be been horrible. so much fun. I'm so happy y'all Thank decided you. to like have this little time together. Thank yeah, it's so been much. so much fun. Oh, wait, one I more question? question of the hostess. Yeah. I'm very curious because I, I was one of the people that met you when you first came here yeah. years ago. Uh, what's it like for you two, out of curiosity, to come as fans and then come back and actually be an event at the festival? I'm just curious. It's very weird. <laughs> um, surreal. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel very real. I still feel like I'm just the same and we felt not that prepared for this event <laughs> and like yeah. I guess like kind of the imposter syndrome feeling like oh I can't believe we're doing an event we yeah I don't know for like no one to come like, yeah in our head that, that was our expectation I yeah guess it's like really self-deprecating <laughs> kind of like Edward but um so it really is so meaningful I feel like I'll cry again thinking yeah. about it but yeah um it's really nice. It's so cool. It's just been an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. So I've like listened to your guys' podcast. It's like so funny really? because like I never put a face to it, and then when I saw you guys on the schedule, I was like, "There's no way." Oh my god. There's no way. And then really? When I was out there, I was like, "Oh no, I need to see the podcast because like I've never actually like seen you guys before." And then <laughs> I heard Edward being like, "Oh yeah, I have a podcast." I'm like, "What?" You're on the podcast because I thought yeah. it was going to be um, Alice or something like that. Oh, and yeah. so then I like quickly was like, no, we're going, we're going, we're going. And I like drug everybody here. I'm like, we're going. Oh, and we like the first in line. Oh, thanks so, for like, dragging really, people. Like, <laughs> I, saw, I think I saw you guys like doing something yesterday and I was like, oh. And I remember being like, oh, I should like say hi to them because I haven't mm-hmm. seen them before because I've come here since 2015. Oh, cool. And that's where I met Alan. And wow. I remember, like, I was like, oh, they're, like, new faces. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man. So now I'm like, I need to get a picture with you guys. Like, yeah. You guys yeah. All the time. Also, I have all these stickers. You guys should take them. Yeah. They're free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I met you guys yesterday. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think there's some things we say, like, I know, like, people often I know say, say wicked. yeah, wicked, and then, like, room. Uh, room, yeah. It looks like rum. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I'll say, like, hot tub, or, like, hot dog. But I think you guys do speak so much nicer than most of us. I love your accent. I love the Boston accent. I kind of wish I had a stronger one. I don't know. Yeah, I would have no idea that you guys are 
<laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I had a recording in a couple um, episodes ago. My dad, like, he recorded himself talking as Charlie, he, or not talking as Charlie, talking about Charlie, and he has a yeah, wicked strong accent. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when I'm watching the news back at home, I can hear it when they're interviewing somebody local. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Our parents have Boston accents, yeah. but for some yeah, reason we don't. It's like a generation. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, I guess I grew up in Chelmsford, sorry guys, like not from Massachusetts, but like I, when I lived in Salem, I noticed people in the North Shore like really have the Boston yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Alan. Oh, it was my yeah, pleasure. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, we love you guys. We got a plane to catch. Yeah. <laughs> and please come up and take some stickers. Yeah. Too. I got like 50 of them, yeah. so. So y'all are heading out today? No. No, that's oh. a sign-off that we do on our podcast. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> we always make fun of, like, Phil. Thank you. It's really nice to get to know Alan a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know. Thank you. Can Thank you, you ever guys. hear my Thanks. southern Thanks. accent so on there? <laughs> I can hear it for yeah. sure. You can? <laughs> Thanks for coming. I hope to be on the regular. Yeah, that's the regular one. Yeah, totally. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.